Hello, and welcome to the Self Project Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Martin, and I am here to share with you my own journey to self-empowerment and all of the things that I have learned along the way. I pull from my vastly unique encounters, wide variety of experiences, and overly active imagination to bring to you, well, just absolutely everything I know. We are going to deep dive into spirituality, transformation, and healing. We are going to empower you to change your life, raise your vibe, and create the life you want to be living. I want to spin you into action. I want to launch you out of your comfort zone, and I want to give you the tips, tools, and the inspiration to go and live your most empowered dream life. Hello, and welcome back this week. I was having some technical issues, but I hope that we are all fixed. It looks like we are. So I'm back in the closet and I had a kid walk by to go to the bathroom and then I kind of popped my head out as he walked back by. He's like, what are you doing in the closet? I'm like, oh, I'm in my podcast studio. I'm just going to record. And he's like, oh, okay. So I just think it's funny. I've got everybody so conditioned in my house to my zaniness. I can literally tell them I'm doing anything and it doesn't phase them. They're just like, oh, okay. I could be like, well, I'm going to climb up on the roof and I'm going to parachute down because I'm making a video. And they'd be like, oh, okay. So go for shock factor around here. And I'm not, you know, I don't get it. My husband came home one day and I pretty much told him like, we're going to pack up and we're going to like move to Bali. And he would be like, "Mm, okay, like, where's the shock factor? It gets kind of boring when I can't shock them. So if you've got some really good shock factor um, ideas for my family who is completely unfazed by my crazy antics by now, then send them my way because I love, I love to catch them off guard. Anyways, so diving in after all that side track, I um, wanted to touch on an interesting subject today, something that I have struggled with myself in my own journey, so I thought that it was really important to bring it out and talk about it. This can be, again, another one of those really uncomfortable subjects because people do not like to have their beliefs challenged because if you bring up... um you know, a good point and they start to look at their belief in a different light and their belief ends up being deconstructed and falling apart, depending on what, um, you know, underlying cards, think of a house of cards. If you, um, pull a card midway, what other beliefs are going to come tumbling down that have constructed their whole house of cards, so to say. So when you start challenging, uh, the structure and the stability basically of people's lives because of the beliefs that they hold people can get real defensive about that so moving on we're going to be talking today about what the difference is between spirituality and religion because i know for myself up until recently i did not know what the difference was um the two of those things came hand in hand when I took a look at them to be spiritual meant that you had a religion that you were following, say like in my case, uh, my religion that I would subscribe to, I would say it would be Christianity. So to me, being spiritual meant that like you were in church, you were praying to God every day, you were reading the Bible, you had this connection with him and I've never had any of that. So I would have neither considered myself spiritual nor religious. 
with that being said, let me explain to you my interpretation, not only of the difference between those, but what I see as being the key differences between spirituality and religion. So to really, really kick this off and start it, I have to tell you a little bit of my story and my experience and my background with religion, with organized religion. So again, like I said, I would say that I am of the Christianity faith. I don't really, I guess that's how I grew up. The funny thing is I've talked a little bit back with my mom about this and she would always like to remind me that I was the one that started going to church first. So like as a child, we weren't involved in church, any of that. So I can't even really tell you. What I do know is I was about, I think it was in junior high or no, I was right going into high school and I met a group of friends that attended a church and they invited me. That sounded really awesome. I was at that age where I really liked to get out of the house and you know, there was youth group on Wednesday and there was church on Sundays and we could stay there all day. And then we walked across the street to the coffee place and they had the best freaking blended, what were they called? I think they were called like mocha, mocha frappuccinos. You know what I'm talking about? It was, I think, Juice and Java. They don't have it anymore. They had the best sprinkles. And I will be 100% honest, at that time in my life, I went to church for the socialization. It was a nice group of kids. I really liked being surrounded, of course, by people who were kind. So that fit right in. We got to go on vacations. We went to Mexico. And I mean, I liked learning about God. I liked the idea of there being somebody out there who loved me no matter what and who was always there for me and who I could pray and they would be there. I could ask for help. They would be there. But I eventually fell out of church. And um, like I said, my mom likes to remind me I got into it first and then they started going because I did. And then they stayed in it. So my views of religion that I'm going to share with you, I'm not really sure where they developed from. All in my head with my imagination on how I thought my parents would react. If I've got some things uh, tying me to a past life where I maybe underwent some extreme religious persecution or I shared some ideas that were not favored. I really think that I practice witchcraft in a past life because I have this really extreme fear and aversion to the, like just the word witchcraft. I've actually started really kind of learning and educating and um, educating myself about it nowadays on how modern witchcraft and magic plays into life nowadays. And it's actually, it's not at all what I thought it was. Um, not at all what we're taught as a society, but it is that, oh, magic and witchcraft, it's bad, it's bad, it's bad. And so my hopes are that someday very soon, I'm going to bring somebody on who can better explain to us what that means in modern day times, because I'm getting a little off subject going down that rabbit hole. Guys, the rabbit holes pull me in. I'm working on it. I'm getting better at it. But for my little sponge of a brain that likes to learn and absorb new ideas and knowledge, it loves rabbit holes. So I have to be very deliberate about staying away from said rabbit holes. So now getting us back on track. So my experience with religion early on in my childhood and my teenage years was just that. There was never any pressure from my parents. We were never extremely 
religious. So again, I don't know where these ideas have formed. Um, maybe later from my adulthood, I know my grandma all the time tells me, Jesus loves me. He's praying for you. Talk to Jesus, whatever. But I never feel like it's been like anything super extreme. So where my ideas came and my beliefs came from, I really have no idea. So I would really like to start with defining what my interpretation is of the difference between spirituality versus religion. I would define spirituality as being your own personal journey. This is about your connection to your own authentic self. It's your own experience. It's about your connection to something that's bigger than you, whether that be God or the universe or Mother Earth or whatever it is that you believe in. I believe that it is really important that you have something that you subscribe to that is beyond yourself, that you're not completely believing that you're it. You're the top, you're the highest power. There's nothing that is above you. Not because I think that you need judgment or policing, but because I think that we all need to have the belief that there's something out there bigger than us that does have control of situations that we can put faith and trust into. So I do think that that aspect is imperative, but I also think that that needs to be a uh, relationship that you develop by your own design. Religion often gives you this specific set of rules. So my belief by reading the Bible and attending church and my limited scope of my version of Christianity was basically, here's the Bible, here's this rule book. There's one way to ascension, to get to heaven, basically. There's one way and that's through Jesus Christ. And if you don't believe in Jesus Christ, you go to hell. And if you don't ask for forgiveness, you go to hell. So that you know, that idea of here's a rule book, here's what you have to do versus um, I get to make the rules. I get to decide how my relationship looks. I get to decide whether I want to pray to connect or I want to meditate to correct. I get to decide that um, maybe, maybe after this lifetime, I re reincarnate and I come back to help even more people. Like there's the rule book is unlimited. And I really enjoy that aspect of just being able to create the relationship that I want with my higher power. And as a result, I've felt more connected than ever before to something that is beyond me, something that I can't explain, something that I feel like I'm learning to communicate more and more with on a daily basis. Um, before when I would specifically pray to God or be in church or you know, people say, oh, I felt the Holy Spirit talking to me. I never experienced any of that. I thought, my goodness, I just, there must be something wrong with me. Like I'm not doing this right, or I'm not pure enough to be spoken to, or I'm just, you know, it was all these things, or it's because I'm not reading the Bible. It's because I skipped a week of church and like I had these crazy beliefs that I had to deconstruct in my head and realize that it's okay that I'm it's okay that I am not jiving with this way of approaching my spirituality. I also want to bring up an interesting point that my husband likes to, I'm going to give him credit for this one, that he um, kind of reminded me of that all of the spiritual leaders that we look to, Jesus, Muhammad, 
Buddha, all of those spiritual leaders that we look to, these religions weren't organized until after their time, after their teachings, after their passings. Then a group of men got together and, you know, basically created a structured institution and set of values and rules around this religious or, you know, this spiritual teacher's teachings. So these figures first came to us, not in the form of a, you know, religion. So uh, think of it this way. Jesus didn't come and like basically hand us like, hey, here's the Bible. Here's the rules that I have for you. Like, here's the entire playbook. He just came and he taught all these different lessons. He just kind of um, littered all this wisdom behind him, left these droppings of nuggets behind him. And then we as man came along behind him picking it up saying oh my god this stuff's really really great we're going to put it together into this playbook this rule book that we are going to sell to everybody else we're going to sell this to the rest of the world think of it that way i'm just offering points of view for those who have never really like organized religion has never really sat well with you and you never you just don't know where your place is uh, because i was there i was there until recently i'm like man i don't want to go to hell but like this just this just doesn't resonate with me. I'm not connecting. And it was after this journey into myself and learning how to connect with myself through things like guided meditation and connecting with the idea of my higher self and with source and going outside and just surrounding myself and mother nature, becoming connected and grounded to my physical body, which connected and grounded me to my surroundings, which has brought about the most radical transformations. It's brought me patience. It's brought me happiness. It's brought me my own uh, mental and emotional stability. So also, I feel that religion is very, um, can be very fear-based because I don't want to go to hell. So I'm going to be doing all the right things because I'm scared of um, being smited by God or, you know, not being somebody sending a flood my way or something because I don't 100%, I don't 100% follow and sit well with all the ideas in this extremely old book written by some really extremely old men. Another key difference that I uh, really picked up on is the difference between uh, karma, which is what we subscribe to when you are more spiritually based, the idea of the law of karma, that what you give out, the energy, the vibration that you put out, that's what you're going to receive back. I very often, let me say, have to explain the law of karma to my children, uh, especially when somebody will not let somebody else maybe borrow their headset. And then um, the next time around when they want to now borrow that person's uh, remote, said person says no and it's just a very simple way of explaining karma to them like oh, well you said no but he couldn't borrow your thing so karma and when you look at religion again a lot more fear-based punishment if you don't follow these sets of rules and guidelines and you don't subscribe to these beliefs you are going to be smited so to very quickly just sum it up spirituality is an inward journey it's about rediscovering yourself your beliefs, your desires, and your connection with the planet and the universe and everything around you. Whereas I view religion 
more as uh, externally based. So this is more of a system. It gives you tradition, places to worship, the, you know, it gives you community, a set of rules to follow, um, a guidebook. So I most definitely think that they can each be exclusive. They can be together. There's no wrong way to go about it. You just need to do what's authentic and true and feels right for you. Something is not sitting right with you. Then that is your intuition telling you that you, uh, something isn't right. Maybe you need to investigate something a little more to form your own beliefs around it because that is okay. You are not a mindless sheep. It is completely okay. And you have permission to question and form your own beliefs. You have permission to do that. So you can be spiritual without being religious. You can be religious without being spiritual. You could be very religious and active in your church without feeling like you're connected to your authentic self or without maybe feeling like you're really, really connected at the level that you want to be to your higher power. And you can be both religious and spiritual. Like there's, again, no wrong way about it, but you have permission to build up and believe and create what feels good and right and feels like your truth. So I would love to know your guys' thoughts on spirituality versus religion, your experiences with it, and how you feel that they differentiate for you. So, so come and drop into the Facebook group and let me know what you think. And I will see you back next week. <laughs> if you're still with me, I'm trying to get off the floor of the closet. And while I'm only 36 years old, my butt fell asleep and I can't get up. I rolled over onto my stomach. You know how like you have to just kind of roll over and I kind of like flopping like a turtlefish. So if you hung on that long, you got this good old tidbit. So thank you for uh, still being here with me while I try to get up off the floor. And I am so excited about the launch of my group coaching program, which is going to be coming so very soon. We've had a little bit of a name change with it as it's kind of taken shape into what I really want this to be. So you will definitely not want to miss being a part of the 12 week self transformation project. This course is entirely designed to help you gain deep self-awareness, help you learn how to heal some of the inside wounds and how to love yourself and how to change some of the more negative beliefs that you have for yourself. We're going to learn all about the ability to set boundaries and say no and to be firm but kind. And we're going to enjoy a more peaceful and joyous mindset. We are going to learn all about the importance of taking care of ourselves. We're going to learn how to have unshakable confidence and how to find our purpose in life. Because I truly believe that we're all here for a reason and we all have a gift to share with the world. And if you haven't found yours yet, it can often leave you feeling just a little bit lost and like you don't really know what you're here for. And I've been there and I don't want that for anybody else. So I am completely designing this course with you in mind. The woman, the mom, the girl, the whoever, that somewhere along the way you picked up all these identities that 
just aren't you and you're ready to shed those and you're ready to step in to your most authentic self and you are ready to stand up and say enough enough I have the power and I am ready to step in to who I am supposed to be so you guys are gonna love this the self-transformation project go to the link in the show notes and you've got to get on the wait list so you will be one of the first ones notified when this program is going to be released I love you all so much Thank you so much for joining us for the Self Project Podcast. I hope that you found a useful tidbit that really spoke to you today. So please come and find me on Instagram at the Self Project Studio and let me know what you want to hear more of. Also, definitely make sure that you come and join my Facebook group at the Self Project Studio Community because that's going to be where the real fun is. So make sure you subscribe and I would love for you to leave your reviews and your feedback. I'll catch up with you next week.